0: Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's window. Mary Alice and I have been talking. Really what we're doing on Noah's window is just sort of filming what we do every morning when we open the scriptures. So yesterday I told you I was going to be talking about the kingdom. But when the camera was off, I started showing Mary Alice something that I was looking at. And I said, I'm not going to do this on Noah's window. But Mary Alice said, oh, you have to do this on Noah's window. So actually what we are going to talk about on the kingdom has now moved to Wednesday. And we're going to talk about <laughs> what Mary Alice and I were talking about uh, while the cameras were off. So if you were with us yesterday, we looked at the beginning of Psalm 2. Psalm 2 is a prophetic Psalm about the future. and. It opens with a question that God is asking, which is why do all the power sources of the world, the nations and the kingdoms, why do they rage against God? And it's a great question because God is so good. Exactly. And so we look at the world system and how it's not only tilted against God, but it's Set. It's like right. it's it's got its position of being hating God,
1: and they and they define God as a, a as as they're in slavery to God, which yeah. is what the culture wants to t- tell us, right? <laughs> right,
0: now. and and, the, and these cultures are saying we're going to break His restraints. In other words, you know, God has a way of setting up the world. He has the the human relationship aspect where His design, His design, mm-hmm. where you have male and female, and and you know you have. Uh, uh, people should get married and 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 get not live here. have a family and so those are the things that the world we don't want any part of that they see those things as change. So in the uh, lead up to yesterday's talk and this gets us to where you you want what, what you want me to talk mm-hmm. about today. I, I said that I felt like this was more for 2022 mm-hmm. than even perhaps it was for you know three thousand years ago when this was written, and so I was kind of showing you something in the New Testament mm-hmm. in which a New Testament situation appealed to this song. This song. Yeah. So Mary Alice has really pushed me to do this So I'm, I've always always listened to Mary Alice. Um, here, here, here's what happened. You know, of course, Psalm two was written by King David. It's prophetic in nature. And he's talking about how all the nations of the world are conspiring against God's anointed who is Jesus. In Acts chapter four, and now this is right after Jesus rose from the grave and the church began. Um, The disciples are now moving in the Holy Spirit and fulfilling what Jesus said about the beginning of the church and great things are happening. Now, Peter's message at Pentecost has already been preached. The church has begun. There are thousands now who have come to believe in Jesus as savior. By the time you get to chapter four, Great things are happening that are catching the attention of the city of Jerusalem. And there was an enormous healing that took place. It wasn't that Peter and John healed someone, it was that God healed them through the ministry of Peter and John. And, but when this, when this healing took place, it brought the entire city of Jerusalem together to um, want to hear what the disciples had to say. And so Peter saw that opportunity and, and uh, he and the other disciples began to preach Jesus and the same bunch that crucified Jesus, the religious elite, freaked out over it and told Peter and John and the other disciples they had stopped stop talking about Jesus and threatened them. And I mean, threatened them pretty heavily. And so <laughs> instead of stopping talking about Jesus, the disciples went back to the church and there was a prayer meeting. And so I wanna pick it up um, because if you've read Psalm 2, you're gonna recognize this language. Let me just pick it up in verse 23, and I'm in Acts chapter four. As soon as they, the disciples were freed, they were, you know, freed from being under arrest. Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted up their voices together in prayer to God. It wasn't like they freaked out and started saying, oh no, what are we going to do? We've been threatened with arrest if we keep this going. They started praying. Now listen to the prayer. O sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor, David, your servant saying, here we go, they're gonna quote Psalm two. Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. Now here's, what the, here's how they prayed. They said, in fact, this happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, well, he would have been an Idoman, Pontius Pilate, the governor, he's the Roman. The Gentiles, that's powers that are outside of even Rome's influence and, well, not Rome's influence, but Rome's power structure and the Idomans, The Gentiles and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. They said, you know what David wrote about? It happened right here in our town. But listen to verse 29. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness. They didn't say take away the threats. They said, we've read Psalm 2. It's going to keep on going. But they said, give us great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook Mm
1: -hmm. and they
0: were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And what did they do? They preach the word of God with boldness. Okay, right. so you wanted me to talk about this today. Here's what we have. We have people that are in the church age, like like us, we're still in the church age, and they're feeling the hostility of the powers that are against Jesus. What I love about this, and talk about this for a moment, they don't cower in the closet and say, Oh, no, what are we going to do because the Supreme Court just made this decision? Or, the, or you know, the president just said this or a Congress just did this and or oh no social media shut this down shut that down. Instead of focusing on all the stuff that was going crazy, what do they do? They pray. Mm-hmm. So talk about that
1: for Well they much. prayed for boldness. They didn't even pray they didn't even pray that the hostility <clears> would go <throat> away. Yeah because it wasn't going to. It wasn't gonna go away. They prayed for boldness. So you know, um, I remember this is, this is, we're probably straying a little bit here, but I remember it's just a young child, my mother saying to me, it's no accident that you were born at this time in this place and God has a plan for you as you live your life. And I think that is key here because if you bring this down to a, a, an individual, we can talk about how that applies to the church community like it did there, but individually, if we realize that this is our assignment, this is our assignment, to be bold in this age. It's not for us to go hide in a closet until this storm passes, because it's not going to pass.
0: Well, let me go to a sincere <clears throat> place. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, we, we live in a very different political climate than they lived in there. Mm-hmm. They were in a monarchy. We're in a democracy. So sure. it, it, it does get a little difficult to apply things today to uh, things that the that, that way they were back then. But I will say I do notice something here. Mm. You know, they say we've got all these powers that are that are against us. They're against us because they're against Jesus and we're Mm -hmm, with Jesus. mm -hmm. I don't see them saying, oh, how can we start our movement to fight Pilate? How can we start our movement to overthrow, overthrow, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. the Idumeans, the Herods? Mm -hmm. They could have just said, we're gonna start our own movement to do that. And and obviously what makes this complicated is we are part of a democracy Mm -hmm. and obviously we're to, Function as good citizens, but I noticed that they didn't say, "Okay, we're going to start our own protest movement." They started a prayer meeting. You know, mm-hmm. you can either start a protest movement or a <laughs> prayer meeting, and and I just think God's people today are so into the political culture. Mm-hmm. We do a lot more uh, <clears throat> political movements than prayer meetings. Well,
1: I see so <clears throat> much in the Christian communities that we are around, and um, we've adopted the. The world's uh, methodology of just networking. networking. But networking isn't what God called us to do. And the power that's going to defeat, at least in a, uh, have the victory in our life, isn't isn't our networking ability. It's going to be the power of God.
0: Yeah. You know, instantly, (laughs) I just, I want to make sure I'm so clear on this because Mm. I'm so grateful for Christians who get into the political arena and, Mm. and stand for right and good. So I would never want to take them anything away from that, very grateful for it, it's very important, we're in a democracy. But having said that, I think it's just so critical for us to understand the the important aspect of prayer. Mm -hmm. Because here is this fledgling church. You know, at this point, there are just a few thousand. I think at this point, if I have my memory of the acts correct, there are 5,000 not including women and kids. So let's say there are 10,000 believers there, maybe 15,000 believers there in the city. It's a pretty small group Mm -hmm. when you think about the size of Israel. And yet, they, <laughs> they were impacting Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Jerusalem wasn't impacting them, they were impacting Jerusalem. Years ago, I remember reading something, and again, I'd left to have your take on this. Someone said, when you employ money, you get what money can do. When you employ mm-hmm. schemes, you get what schemes can do. When you employ politics, you get what politics mm-hmm. can do. But when you employ prayer, you get what God,
1: God can do. God, <laughs> that's exactly right. That, God is the power that we need. We, if, we, if we want to live a victorious life and if we want to be victorious as a community of believers, we need the power of God. That's what we need.
0: Well, today, uh, as I said, <laughs> I didn't plan to do this episode when we started. I started talking about what we read in Acts uh, when the camera was off. And Marielle said, oh, you got to talk about that. So tomorrow we're going to talk about <laughs> what I intended to talk about today, which, was, um, which is the kingdom. Uh, we're going to go back to Psalm 2. We're going to be in the middle of that Psalm. So if you want to reread that, that'd be great because here's the weird thing. I mean, this is like a thousand years before Jesus mm-hmm. is born. You get to the middle of Psalm 3 and Jesus starts talking. I mean, mm-hmm. this, is, this yeah. is really great. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back tomorrow. Mary, let's uh, pray for us
1: today. Absolutely. And now you've gotten a little glimpse into what truly this is our conversation. <laughs>
0: Every morning. (laughs) In the morning.
1: And sorry we're going long, but...
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what happens when we have our prayer prayer time together.
1: Okay. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the fact that you are powerful. And thank you, Father, that you've given us access, that we can come to you, and that we can call on you to um, be powerful in us and through us for your glory and honor. And I just pray that each and every person, each and every family that's watching or listening to Noah's window would feel the honor... That we have been given to represent you in this uh, dark and difficult world, and Father, uh, just like the the apostles in the book of Acts, we're we're still in a place where the nations are raging against you, and and we realize that really has been the case uh, for for many millennia. But um, as we're filling it in in 2022, I just pray that you would uh, come and use us uh, for your glory and honor. I pray that you would strengthen. Our our prayer life strengthen our bonds with you, Father. Strengthen our desire to serve you. And I just pray as as I'm thinking of so many who are watching and listening today. Many are are dealing with sickness and yes. have had tragic situations and deaths in their family and, and so many, Father, who are burdened about lost in their family and they're among their friends. And I just pray that you would give us all boldness to represent you well. I pray that you would bring comfort and healing and wisdom and uh, even courage for those that need to witness to their loved ones. I know, Father, sometimes that can seem very difficult, but we've seen some great victories even in the last few weeks. And we know, Father, that you are And I pray that you continue to do that. And we just pray, Father, that you would use us and yes. continue to bless us in this day. And we're going to give you all the glory and praise. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Well, thanks for joining us on Noah's Window. We'll be back tomorrow. To
1: talk about the millennial realm. Oh,
0: that's one of Mary favorite subjects. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Okay. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.